I'm Britton. And I'm Spencer. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 303 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to him. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Oh, Yeah. Polls and Coles cash users. <laughs> Bitcoin users. Uh, no. Wife abusers. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what I didn't a- write anything. <laughs> this is episode 82 of Getting Head of Bucket Cast. I need to nice. keep nice. keep forgetting to do that. Um, what came out in 1982? Oh, um, what did come out? Uh, mm, thriller? Did Thriller come out in 82? I think Van Halen Diver Down came out in 82. That sounds like maybe... I think that's right. That's right. Yeah, maybe. Because then 84 came out in 84, obviously. So Okay. Yeah, I think Diver Down was 82. That would make sense. Yeah. I'm I, into it. I don't see why not. Uh, the th- No, the thing came out in 81, right? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> uh, fuck well, it. as you can see, we're really uh, prepared today. I don't I don't uh, fucking know. 80, 82... Yeah. Uh, 80, 82 quite bitter beings, mm. right? Uh, why not? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> It's not Speaking of which, we him. need to make like a special version of the theme song for the 96th episode, I think. God, I learned how to play that a, oh, a few months ago. Yeah. I, I, I could pick that. It's an easy riff, but it's a cool riff. It's, it's a, a great, great riff. riff. It's a great riff. I love that. Yeah, we, we love anything Bam Margera tangential. We're big big Bam fans. Yes. Um, so Britt, it's the, the 82nd episode of mm-hmm. Getting Head of Bucket Cast. We're yes, here again in uh, in the bucket zone, in... ta- talking about the head and also the bucket. Indeed. Uh, know... So what's going on in your head and may- pre- maybe perhaps your bucket? Before we get to that, Patreon update! Hey! hey! This week on the Patreon, uh, if you're a subscribing member, you can treat yourself to Heathcliff episode four. Four. Oh, that was one of my favorite recent convos. It's very funny. Yeah, I, we, I, we talk entirely about ham and meat. Mm-hmm. With me, a vegan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is never really brought up. I, yeah, I guess maybe we, once. Yeah, but like, I, yeah. we've kind of passed. So it's not yeah. important. It's not, really. It's really like, not, important. not important to the conversation. So. Yeah, and you but don't want to be that vegan either. Do, I do. definitely do not. No, no I'm not, not that uh, one. Also, no. uh, coming up uh, by the time this drops, uh, mm-hmm. we've got the April Getting New Music Cast, where we uh, yeah. review seven more albums. And if you're watching yeah. to the stream, we just uh, did that. It was very fun. Yeah. Uh, we uh, talked we got, about seven new releases. We got some great, great six, six good albums and one... Uh, big old stinky and turd. One, one album by Red Hot Chili Peppers. So <laughs> that's a it means the same synonym yes, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that one was a, a bit of an adventure. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seventy minutes of something. Seventy one three hour minutes. and thirteen minutes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and finally, big shout out to Dan Morrison, Ian Killia, and Dylan Lance. Our Hell five dollar yeah. tier secret coop. Subscribers, the boys. And, you know, thank you to all the uh, people in the two dollar tier. We won't mention you because you don't pay us to do that. Uh-huh. But uh, we appreciate That's you. That's true. Anyway. That's true. Indeed. Indeed. But I mean, you could basically pay us to say anything that you wanted. Like if you were to send me fifteen dollars and ask me to read something, I would say sure. Yeah. Um, Probably. 
make sure if you're going to send something for Spencer to read, make uh-huh. sure it's something that uh, Elon Musk would allow on Twitter. <laughs> so just the N-word repeating 30 times. <laughs> just N-word, R-word, F-word, N-word, R-word, F-word. Wow. That's, that's quite an album. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Well, an album? What am I talking about? I don't about? know. An Elon Musk novel. Mm. Who'd want to read well, that? Speaking of Elon Musk, what's up with you, Spencer? <laughs> Jesus. Well, not much. With- not Musk. gross hey um well okay so i was thinking i was like okay we're doing an episode tonight Mm -hmm. right uh when we do the episodes with just you and i it's it's a better it's a better convo if we have something to talk about something specifically something Mm -hmm. to focus our our energies on right but buckethead i don't (laughs) know how long have you been here spencer Uh, (laughs) i'm not so sure buckethead commands our attention quite in the way that like uh dick jokes do you know what i mean that's true we have a special place in our hearts and balls for those for those jokes um but anyways that's actually not the the subject i recommending that we talk about today mm-hmm. um what i did is i put po- i posted a, a story post and i i posted a one of the little questions thing where people can send in responses yep. to a prompt mm-hmm. and i'm gonna read some of those responses today nice. what i asked the people who follow me on instagram as i said hey What's the worst date you've been on? Do you have a bad date story you'd like to share? I've already shared it on this. Yeah, you program. have. The the first time I tried cocaine, uh tried to do a devil's triangle and the other guy who was like a com- complete stranger who we decided to do it with just ended up uh projectile vomiting all over us. Oh. That's the long and short of it. I've told it on here <laughs> uh before. It, <laughs> It was something that 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 certainly is something. That's a that's a bad that's a bad date. It was very bad. Um, but yeah. So I guess I'm not gonna read these these users like um, tags because mm-hmm. it you know this is sent in anon. Well, if you share this, it shares it anonymously. So right, I right, feel right. like since we're sharing it here, we should keep it anonymous. A uh, date anon. Yes, date anon. Uh, exactly. You know where where we date one, we date all. Yes. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Um. This user said, guy said he had newborn kittens in his barn, so I came over and there were no kittens. Uh Uh-oh. They followed up then. He just tried to fuck me in his parents' barn. They didn't even have any animals. (laughs) Pretty good. Wow. (laughs) I mean, bold move. Bold move. A barn move, really. Yeah, I mean, just fucking... Saying I have I've got kittens in my barn and then trying to they're, fuck. A they're group. not being kittens. It's like truly wild. Wow, that's super yeah. interesting. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on. This uh, next user says, "Told me the lady he's dating was mad. He took me on a date. Showed me his resume. <laughs> so essentially implying that like the." Like he was dating somebody else who was mad that he was going on a date with that person and he shares that information on the first date and then is like, here, look at my resume. <laughs> That's a thing. What a bold move. That I, is very... I, 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 have you ever showed a date your resume? No. Would you? No. What if they were like high up at a company you wanted to work for and you also thought they were hot? I've had that happen before and I've never been like, hey, I want to work for your company. Like uh, I, nice. I dated an Amazon exec for a while, and that was cool. Yeah, yeah. But no. Yeah. Uh, this this user said, 
got stood up once, but turns out she was arrested for stabbing her mom in the head with a steak knife. <laughs> Sounds like you dodged a bullet there. Or dodged a knife. A yeah, steak you dodged knife. a steak knife. <laughs> Yeah, that, that shit's serrated. That's no joke, man. That's, yeah, a, that's an that, ugly wound. That, like, for real. You don't want to be stabbed with a serrated knife. No. That, that, that'll that fuck, tears. Yeah, that'll fuck everything yeah. up, man. Yeah. Like, ouch. In the words of ouch. Doom, rip and tear until yeah. it is done. Was that Doom? Uh, Doom, yeah, Doom. Oh, I thought that was my dad. <laughs> uh, yikes. Uh Anyways, this, this user says, I made out with a guy in college, but his breath smelled so bad that I couldn't get in the mood. They followed up. Eventually, I told him, I'm sorry your breath smells really bad. It's just not going to work. He left and blocked me 10 minutes later. Nice. I feel like most of these are probably coming from women because um, most guys are completely clueless and they can't Definitely. tell when they're the half of a bad Definitely. Date. Which I, I, I've yeah. definitely been one half of a terrible date once. Uh-huh. And she, yeah. she just like kind of left in the middle of the day because I, I kept on making fun of her for being vegan. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. I mean, I, I was being <laughs> joking about it, but she like took it way too seriously. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I don't, I don't, I don't need to be around this. And like eventually like we were walking. I'm like, I'm going to go get a slice of pizza. And then she just walked away. Fun. <laughs> yeah, that'll, uh, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Uh, this user says, I once took myself out on a date. Mm-hmm. One hour into my date, I started crying into my spaghetti bowl. <laughs> uh, That's not a date. <laughs> no, it's not. That's just pathetic. It's I'm sorry. Sad. It's sad. That's super pathetic. Uh, fucking... I mean, who hasn't cried into spaghetti? Fucking, it's you, a very cryable you, food. You, you could not waterboard that information out of me. Like, I would take that story to the fucking You've grave. You've said things on here that are so much more yikes than that. Yikes, yeah, but not as pathetic. Debatable. Debatable. The things I do at least are funny. <laughs> not just not just like a fucking... That's something that, like, fucking Zach Braff would write into a script. That's, that's, that's fucking that is, indie pathetic. I, I mean, like, I can't argue that one. That, yeah. one's, that one's accurate. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, this user took a girl to Snoqualmie Falls and some dude jumped to his death. Like, apparent, like while they were there, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's an interesting date for sure. I, I, yeah. could, I could see how that could be a bad date. Yeah, that definitely. could definitely ruin... Speaking of which, I don't think I told you this. Somebody what? committed suicide at my at the place I worked the other day. Like, did they jump off something? They or? jumped off one of the parking garages at the mall. No, I think you did tell me that or I read it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, so this was super crazy. Mm. Like, there's this this parking garage that's kind of on the opposite end of, the like, the area where I work. <laughs> it's like an outdoor mall, kind of. And uh, somebody went up to the top and jumped off by this pizza place. And so, like, all these people that were, like, eating pizza in the pizza place, all of a sudden, like, the sidewalk was full of blood. And there's a dude just fucking dead there. I mean, did, you weren't there for the Eddie Fines thing. What? No, what's that? Uh, one time I was just hanging out at, um, I think it was Beto's 1, but it might have been Beto's so, Some deep Alaska lore yeah, yeah. for anybody wondering what that means. Um, yeah, old local music venue in and, Anchorage, Alaska. And, and, uh, I was just hanging out, going over like some like sound wiring or something with Al. Mm-hmm. and uh, The uh, owner of the venue. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been Mikey, just like busts in the place and he's like, 
guys, guys, fucking Eddie Fines. And we're like, what? And he was like, Eddie Fines fucking killed himself. And we're like, what? And they're like, he jumped off the fucking snow goose. And so we, oh, me, me and Al yeah. ran there. And like the fucking ambulance. I remember you telling me about this. The ambulance had yeah. just gotten there. Yeah. And like, although he, like they put him in a body bag and like got him in the thing. There was still like his fucking brains were all over the place and shit. And there was like a guy just That's heavy, bro. Oh, that was so fucked up, dude. That was that wait, was, wait, was there, there was a guy hosing down the sidewalk. There was a guy hosing down. Imagine being that guy. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was so. I wonder what up. that guy jerked off to. You. <laughs> I mean, he he needs some extreme. He needs. Uh, he, I bet he jerks off to uh, uh, the Jimmy Ripper Claws stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> That's a whole other episode. Oh, you're eating my dick. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I loved that. Uh, oh, sorry, Jim, Jimmy Screamer Claus. Screamer Claus. Screamer there you Claus, go. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah, totally. Dude came back to my place, shit in my bed in his sleep, and blamed it on my cats. That's a real Amber Heard right there. Topical. Uh, How did, you can't blame that on a cat. Cat poop is so much different. It, yeah, it's very different. Like it's a different, entirely different kind of feces. Like you can't make that happen. That's that's no, no. Why would you try to do that? I like. It's an embarrassing situation. Yeah, but wouldn't you just be like, "Holy shit, I'm so sorry. Let's fix this." Right? Like what? Why would you just double down on like? No, nah, it wasn't me. I, I would leave before anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't face that level of shame. It's like when the fake pee fell out of your pants. Oh, <laughs> fell out of your butt crack. Shut up. <laughs> that was the best. Shut that up. was a great story. Shut up, What episode sensor. did you tell that story on? I don't on? fucking know. I... A recent episode. It's really yeah. good. Look it up. It's great. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, moving on. He took me to Wendy's. Then he had phone sex with a girl in the bathroom. How did you know about the phone sex is what I'm wondering. It's a good question, but also, like, why not Arby's? They got yeah, way yeah. better restrooms. They got yeah. a hose. They Arby's. do. They got a hose there. They got a hose to In case you get up. filthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this user says their worst date is, quote, me and my right hand, Aphex twin, 3.12 p.m., Reddit. <laughs> that really paints a picture, bro. <laughs> You know, I think we've all been there. I think that's more pathetic than crying in spaghetti. I, I would agree. I think that's more shameful. You know, surprisingly, this was not sent in by past guest Andrew. Uh, Andrew. Interesting. So, yeah. But surprising. Andrew Jameson. He, that was the very first person I thought of when yeah. I read this. And I was the second. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, no, neither of those. No. Uh, Ayush? No. Okay. Well. No. Uh, Apex Twin 312 PM Reddit. You know. Mm-hmm. Woof. Uh. Here we go. My friend set me up on a blind date to see Batman versus Superman when it came out. Woof. And it was not fun. And yeah. Which part? The <laughs> date or the movie? Because both. There you go. Like, you can't have a good conversation with somebody about that movie unless you both equally hate the movie, which mm-hmm. you should because that movie's terrible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. It makes Martha. sense that it would be a bad, bad date. Have you seen that one? No, I've seen like cuts of it and I'm like, no, that's not for me. It's fucking miserably the, bad. The only modern DC film I have seen past like the Nolan Batman trilogy is uh, Justice League, not the Snyder Cut, which was Snyder Cut is much better. The original cut is is terrible, terrible. It's really so bad. bad, really bad. 
found out she's a liberal, Slipknot, a Slipknot fan, weeb, and she's 27. I'm 17. She was still interested. That's pretty yikes. That is yikes. Yeah. We... Slipknot fan, though? Who... That's fine. Slipknot fan's cool. Yeah, 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 totally. Slipknot makes fine music. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. They make, like, good poppy extreme metal. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, me too. Anything else? <laughs> this user simply says, 9-11-2001. Yeah, that can't be a great data. Why won't you? Why didn't? Why, why didn't they just? It happened at like nine in the morning East Coast time. Why wouldn't you just cancel the date? Yeah, like you point. got a phone, you got a landline caller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, this user says he worked for Pfizer, and on the first only date, he he began snorting quote research chemicals. That dude sounds rad. <laughs> what? I hang out with that dude. Research chemicals. You want to Fuck snort yeah. some research that chemicals? Sick as hell. Fuck yeah. All right. You want to? You want to do one more? Uh, yeah. Hang tight for a second here. There's a lot of these, so yeah. Uh, let's. <laughs> okay. All right. One more. Mm-hmm. This user says, "I almost went on a date with this guy. He sent me a photo of his." quote, cool bedroom Mm -hmm. that I guess he thought I'd end up in. He had walking dead bed sheets and wallpaper. And he had a life-sized Rick Grimes face on his pillow. I don't know who Rick Grimes is. Do you? Yeah, he's one of the characters from... um... Actually, is that Rick? I think that's Rick from Rick and Morty, isn't it? No, that's Rick Rick Sanchez. You're right. So Rick Grimes is the guy from Walking Dead. Oh, he's, he's okay. Like the, the guy with the beard, I think. Who yeah, was, who okay. was also in? Uh, yeah, he was in uh, one of the most. Uh, God, was it a Metal Gear Solid game or something like that? Or he was in like a recent hmm. like, big triple A game. So sorry, one one more. Uh-huh. This person says, "Not a date, but one of my exes suggested Rick and Morty cosplay in the bedroom." This is my pickle, Rick. <laughs> this so, is my pickle, Rick. So, so I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very heavily considering today doing a very nice prank for you, oh, because no. at the place I usually go and buy beer before I come here, uh-huh. they also sell like pipes and stuff. They're actually really reasonably priced. Uh huh. And they had not one, they had not two, they had not three, they had not four, they oh, had no. not five, but they had a whole half dozen. Of course they different did. Different Rick and Morty bongs. Oh, and a Rick and Morty did. dab rig as well. Oh, my including God. Including one that's just a giant Rick Sanchez. Like oh, his my face. God. And well, it's only, it's only like 55 bucks. And what? I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't buy it. That's a waste of money. No, buy it. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I want that so bad. Exactly. At the same time, it's so a thing I'd buy for you just yeah. to fuck with you. I'd be like, cool, and, thanks, Brit. And you'd be like, now I have to keep you, this you'd around. you laugh at it for a while and then like begin to hate <laughs> it, but then love it again. Like, like I feel like I'd be like getting poked by the hair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then I'd be like, god damn it, this fucking... Rick Sanchez bong. And as a joke, I just like fill it with pickle juice. And they're like, Ooh. you just took a pickle hit. <laughs> ah, bro, I would take a pickle hit. Yeah, I would I take a pickle would, hit. Yeah, yeah, a big old yeah. briny bong hit. Yeah, big old briny bong hit. <laughs> I love that. Brit. Yeah. Speaking of things I love, mm-hmm. is it time for goth news? I think it is time for goth news. Beneath 
the ribbing through It's God news God news God news for cool This week in Goth News, Whippy Goth Weekend happened last weekend in North Yorkshire, England for the first time since the pandemic started. Uh-huh. The festival began in 1994 and has been and has grown to be a premier goth event in England. Okay. So congratulations. Nice. In Goth Obituaries this week, German electronic music pioneer oh, yeah. Klaus Schulz has passed away a legend the, in the scene. at the age of 74. Absolute legend. Yeah. Uh, Klaus was a member of Tangerine Dream for their first album, mm-hmm. Electric Meditation, in 1970, playing only drums and percussion. Mm-hmm. After that, he went solo and embarked on his own remarkable electronic music career. Yep. In 1971, he released his first solo record, Earlicht, which was a recording of an organ and orchestra filtered beyond recognition. Although it contained no synths like early electronic music, it was considered a pioneering album in the genre for its use of achieving noise through various filtering methods. Nice. Klaus was also nice. a brief member of the supergroup Go, which featured Steve Winwood, Stormu uh, Yamashita, Michael Whoa. Shreve, and Al Di Miola. Holy fucking shit. They released two albums. What? And I would highly recommend them. They fuck hard. I have not listened to that. It's and like, I have to. It's super that sounds great. cool, like fusion prog. It's Definitely. so good, dude. Um, Klaus worked right up until his passing with his final musical credit being the only song on the recent Dune soundtrack not written by Hans Zimmer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that right. was really recent. Yeah, very recent. Huh. Uh, we love an electronic music pioneer. Rest peacefully and stay dead, goth brother. Rock and roll. And finally in goth news, goth and pizza patriarch Papa John Schnatter (laughs) tore into NFL commissioner Roger Goodell this week on the show Fearless with Jason Whitlock. Uh In the interview, Schnatter explained how his position as the CEO of the official pizza of the NFL leveraged him more power than one might think. Wow. According to Schnatter, at one time, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder approached him and asked him to help take down what might be the most powerful man in American sports. According to Schnatter, quote, they called me and said, you need to take this guy out. You're the number one sponsor of the league as far as notoriety and acceptance and association. Uh, Anheuser-Busch is actually the number one sponsor <laughs> of the league. They, they just, yeah, those are all qualifiers. Yeah. Everybody loves you. They mm. love painting. Uh, sorry, Peyton. Speaking of uh, Peyton Manning. We hate Goodell, they said. Schnatter was not immediately available for comment, as according to his Instagram account, he went to a Kenny Chesney concert this week. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Schnatter stepped down as CEO of Papa John's in 2018 after he blamed declining sales on football players protesting the treatment of black people in America, causing their stock to fall 30%. He then used the N-word during a conference call. What's new with you, Spencer? Uh, you know, okay, so something happened to me this week that actually really sucked. I... Sunday morning, so today is Thursday, Sunday morning, I woke up at 6.30 a.m. 
Wake up. With up, uh, the most extreme pain I have ever felt in my life mm-hmm. coming out of my shoulder Interesting. Uh, and my neck specifically. Huh. And it was uh, the worst. So it turns out I like had like a nerve spasm in my neck Ow. Uh, that lasted. It's still going on, um, but it's much better now than it was before. For, for like all of Sunday and Monday, like I could barely move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in extreme, excruciating pain all day, both of those days. Yeah. It was like absolutely miserable mm-hmm. and crazy. Um, so like Sunday morning, I got on my like insurance website and I was like, okay, can I just like talk to somebody over the phone? And they can give me the pills I need to fix this. Sure. Uh, so I did a virtual doctor's visit and I was like, hey my body it, there's pain and the guy was like oh yeah uh sounds like a muscle spasm slash like nerve spasm that sucks mm-hmm. well you can either get muscle relaxers or just wait it out and i was like cool and he was like i can't give you muscle relaxers over the phone you got to go in if you want those that sucks and i was like Fuck. okay yeah. cool so i didn't and Sunday was miserable, dude. Yeah, you it was the gone worst. Gotten muscle so what stuff. I did on yeah. Monday, I went in and got muscle relaxed. So go. I went into a, like an urgent care place. I was like, look, this is what's going on. I talked to a doctor already. Yeah. I have this fucking spasm shit. It's hard to walk around and do anything. I need pills to help me. They're like, absolutely. Actually, uh, the the doctor guy was British. And so he's like, absolutely. I got you, mate. Oh, I like and that. then yeah. something like that. And then he, he got me the pills and it was good. Um, and so I've been taking muscle relaxers all week and those are pretty cool, but they make me hella fucking tired. Holy shit. They they make make, me tired. They make you a loopy do. Yeah. Like they make me feel very stoned and tired Mm -hmm. and it's like pretty intense. Well, I'm always also mixing those with weed. So I was going to say like a muscle relaxer and like one beer is a nice evening. Yeah. I don't know. I have not mixed it with alcohol yet. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I recommend just like a beer. I mean, don't, Uh don't get drunk on muscle relaxers because that's a dangerous combo, but like couple more muscle relaxers, a beer. You're talking like you're going to get zooped, baby. I love I love zoop. Remember that place we used to go Zupa? Yeah. With yeah, your grand, was, with your racist grandmother? Yeah, my racist dead grandmother. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to go to this uh this buffet called Zupa. Yeah, they, they changed to I think Zupa Fresh or Zupa Organic after a while. They tried to rebrand and then failed even harder. I think the Zupa name is what they should have gotten rid of, right? Like, why add on to that? That's not like a, a name. It's not like a name brand in buffets. Like, no one knows what the fuck Zupa is. Well, yeah, it's, it's Italian for soup, I believe. And they no, they, yeah, it is. Yeah, it I don't is. believe that. It is. I swear to God, mm-hmm. it's Italian for for soup. Okay, uh, Italian for soup is that like a cover band in in Italy? Yes. Yeah, probably. Right. And they're like, uh, I don't know how to do it. You're the girl that all the bad guys want. Yeah, that's 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 about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. That's, uh, yep. Zupa, Z-U-P-P-A. Is Zappa. Zappa. This was spelled Z-O-O-P-A, though. It's it's pronounced Zupa. And so it, it is the same word. It's just spelled differently. Mm, I think it's being spelled differently doesn't make it the same word. But it, it's an Americanization of that word. It's definitely, I mean, they were, they focused on kind of soup. There was a whole like soup section with like eight different soups there at all times. That's true. They did have a lot of soup. They had they, a big salad bar and too. So, yeah. And, and so they were definitely like a, a, I think a soup centered, at least that was their original thing was a soup centered buffet restaurant. Um <laughs> Which it's great, great for racist grandmothers. Like, oh, she fucking loved it. Racist I mean, grandmas love it. 
And for some well, reason, she loved like Azteca too, even though she fucking hates. Uh, Dude, Azteca's tight. I, Azteca's I like Azteca. Fine. Yeah, Azteca's, yeah. Azteca is the fucking. It's like a Mexican restaurant. It it is the Lamex of the South. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Las Margaritas. Las Margaritas is. The, yeah. I don't know if I've been to Las Margaritas. Oh, it's great. We should go. They, that, there's one. There's one up in Shoreline. Okay. There's actually one. I think there's one in Kirkland. Hmm. Uh, we should go to it. It'd be good. Um, they're, no, they're really good. You, trust me, they got great salsa. Really, really like good. a good salsa. Love a good salsa. Do you do you prefer the uh, the more restaurant style or the pico? More restaurant style. I like it when I'm it's a, I'm like more of a pico guy. I love pico, but I I don't like. I'm not a big fan of chunky salsa. I like it oh, to be like smooth. Well, so I, I like a smooth. I, yeah, salsa. I, I like either. Well, then you like a picante sauce. Then, because I love if it's picante. not chunky at all, then it's a picante. Sure, um, love a picante. The picante is fine. I actually I do like a chunky, but really I kind of like it. You just mm. like that fresh pico. I, lo- I love the pico or I love something like, yeah, super picante saucy and like very thin. Like I don't like anything in between. Really. Yeah, I it's like fine, it to be like but... really like blended well. Because mm. I like when I scoop it with a chip, I want it to have like a big mound of salsa on there, but it's all like really smooth. There's no chunks. Yeah. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of, well, I can be a fan of chunks. It kind of depends. Sometimes I'm pro-chunk, sometimes I'm anti-chunk. That's fair. You never know. It depends on the context, the situational chunk ethics, if you will. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what's up with you, Britt? Uh, not much. You know, I'm uh, doing a lot of video stuff lately. Um, yeah. Excuse me. Um, my YouTube account got taken down this week <laughs> because I kept on putting end of an era copyrighted material. Yeah, end of yeah. end of a uh, like two, three weeks, I think I put it up. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, but I will be back. And I will be yeah, much like the Terminator. <laughs> you'll be back. Yep. Much like Austin Powers at the end of Austin Powers One, I'm you'll horny, be back. Baby. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Much like Doctor Evil at the end of Austin Powers Two, the spy who shagged no me. Scott? There you go. How about no Scott? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zip it. Zip it. Scotty don't. Scotty d- doesn't. Scotty doesn't. He doesn't know. Um, but yeah, uh, once I come back, uh, right now I am doing an upscale of one of our favorite films. One of our favorite films? Uh, Haggard. Ah, that is one of our Bam, favorite Bam films. Bam Margera's, yes. uh, debut film. And mm-hmm. then I will be doing an upscale of our even more favorite film. Yes. Ming Hags. Ming Hags. Ming Hags. Which is, as if you've listened to this podcast, you know, we, t- we talk about that Ralph scene. We, we about all about scene. that Ralph scene. We all about the Ralph. All about that, Ralph. Speaking of Ralph. Yeah? I think it's time. For a bucket fact? For a bucket fact. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Today we're going to talk about a one-off three-track album recorded and released in 2005 known as Gorgon. Whoa. The album notes open with a quote from Shakespeare saying... It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Comprised of Buckethead, keyboardist producer Travis Dickerson, and giant robot slash deli creeps drummer Pinchface, Gorgon is an extra unique project that came together during a more serious recording session. According to Travis Dickerson, quote, while doing the recording for Population Override, the three of us spent mm-hmm. a lot of time just going off while the tape rolled. The stuff we put together here has nothing to do with population override or Thanatopsis for that matter. 
This is just the three of us having a good time. The three pieces on this collection are the ones that cracked us up the most. Nice. None of it was worked out ahead of time. It's totally improvised. We added just a few overdubs here and there for fun, but mostly it's just as we played it. So if you're looking for pretty melodies, clever construction, slick production, or anything of redeeming quality, look elsewhere. Yeah. We're putting this out because it sounded Gorgon. <laughs> That's such an epic quote. That is a sick ass quote. I love right? that. That's, uh, uh, I love I love being okay. Speaking of Gorgon, we got to talk about some deep lore for a second. Sure. <clears throat> you and I met on a message board, a local message board yep. in Anchorage, Alaska, called Alaskan Bands. Correct. There used to be a lot of flame wars on that message board, and I, I started half of them. You started a lot of them. <laughs> um, but I remember a particular flame war in which you and I and some of the people on our side got in an argument with a person who went by Timmy J. On okay, okay. Yeah. Well, part of him lashing out at us was making fun of our then power metal band. Yeah. And I remember him saying something along the lines of like, sorry, I don't know anything about Gorgons. I'm not 13 or whatever. And we were like, what the fuck is a Gorgon, brah? What the fuck is that? And you were like, I, I, I see nowhere in any of our lyrics where we have said the word Gorgon. I don't know what a Gorgon is. Your insult is invalid. Blah, blah, blah. And we were like really that? going hard. And it was yeah. funny. I just remember like that's what I always associate with the word Gorgon uh-huh. is that being dropped it, at a, as an insult against my power metal band when I was it, 16 years so, old. It's so weird that he would drop that reference and say, I don't know what a Gorgon is. When we didn't know what a Gorgon because, was. Because a Gorgon is like a super deep D&D reference. It's yeah. Like, it's a, like it's yeah. like something that you don't know about unless you're actually <clears throat> into fantasy stuff. Like into and D&D, so, like, which was like even dorkier than the shit we were into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, which is like, like fucking coming up and be like, hey, uh, yeah, you fucking dorks. Uh, and then just dropping like a Warhammer 40K reference. And be like, <laughs> What? I'm a dork? What are you or talking like, or about? Or like a Linux re- yeah. reference. And, like, and I was just like, what? Which is weird. It's like, find a better way to make fun of someone. Definitely. I really just don't make fun of people and like, unless they really deserve it. And we <laughs> might have deserved it at the time. We were. I mean, we definitely of, deserved to be made fun of, but yeah, he was but, bad but, at making fun but, of us. But in a fun way. I mean, you know, there, you can be good <laughs> at making fun of people and definitely, funny about it. Definitely. Or like informative about it, but like... <laughs> Be making yourself look like a bigger dork than than the people you're calling out for being dorks. What a what a great bad, cell phone. We love a cell phone. Though. Yeah, we do. We, we do really love do. A cell phone. We yes. really do. And that was a great cell phone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, going back to uh, this, uh, I listened to the entire album today, mm. and I really can't explain it much more than Travis Dickerson did with that quote. It's a series of weird, fun jams all longer than nine minutes with weird and clever guitar and organ parts over some sick drum grooves. Hmm. It's some pretty cool stuff, but definitely not for everybody. But if you're into wild, free jams, check this out. Love it. It's pretty cool. We listen to three pies this week. Three more pikes. Three more. Pike 244. 245 and 246 out orbit space viking and nettle respectively 
Look at that. Mm-hmm. We're just like cranking them out. We're cranking that soldier boy to bucket him. We are cranking that hog baby. Yeah, yeah. They we're crank, crank, cranking that old hogs. Cranking with the, uh, Robin Williams and no, no. I'm thinking. Wait, am I thinking, thinking old of, dogs? Old dogs and wild hogs. I always conflate them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Monster hogs too. Mo- yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, anytime I think of monster hogs, Tim Allen comes to mind. Oh yeah. Out of hogs, hogs, hogs. Oh, I'm about to come. <laughs> I bet he does that. <laughs> Gross. Uh, anyways, Pike two forty four out orbit released on January eleventh, twenty seventeen. Uh, Nineteen days <laughs> after Santa's toy and the very first Pike of twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Very or sorry, 20- Santa, Santa's toy workshop was the name. Pike of twenty seventeen. First Pike of twenty seventeen. Wow. He so he did like barely anything in twenty sixteen. Then huh? No, he did he did a bunch. We talked about it. He did like thirty some albums. Oh, oh, okay. I'm confused. I'm sorry. I thought we were we finished twenty fifteen last week. No, no, no. We, no, last week we finished twenty sixteen. Got um, it. Okay. And uh twenty seventeen is about as prolific as twenty sixteen. I think he has twenty nine albums this year. Damn. Instead That's a of, lot. I think the previous year he had like thirty six. Nice. Uh and then after that it really at the same down, time? Really scales down. Sorry? Uh sorry. Thirty six at the same time? 36 crazy fists. Yeah, 36 crazy fists, yeah, obviously. Precisely. Edit this to make it make sense. No. Um, uh. So, <laughs> Out Orbit, uh, definitely my favorite album this week. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's sick. It's this is really a, this good. This is a shredding pike. It's really good. It's super shredding. It's got a lot of diversity. Yeah. Um, it's not quite as frantic as something like a previous pike Attic Garden. Yeah. But it is probably closer to something like roller, uh, roller coaster track repair and where mm-hmm. it's like super diverse. It's not like manic though. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's really like heavy and mm-hmm. cool and there's a lot of like like sludgy metal heavy stuff and then there's like funky jammy stuff. It's like, yeah. but and it's then, all like weird and it's got it, a nice mix to ex- it. Except for one song, uh, song two, which is the longest song in the album, To Infinity and Beyond. Oh, sorry, To Infinity and Beyond dedicated to Craig Sager. Um, Craig mm-hmm. Sager was a sports reporter for a bunch of different channels. Yep. And I assume um, Buckethead was a fan of his because he reported uh, basketball for a long time. Makes sense. Um, but it's it's just kind of regular Buckethead-y alt metal um, with a lot of melodic guitar stuff. Uh, and so it, it doesn't really interest me, but tracks one, three, and four, mm-hmm. killer. Nice. Um, I I would agree. Yeah, mm. I think that they're. This is a really solid album. It's also my favorite one this week. I, 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 anytime I come across a particularly shredding and like cool Pike that I like, I always put like little fire emojis next to him. This was definitely one that I did that with. Also, also something we should mention is uh, <clears throat> the justification of the thirteen cents in the top left corner of the uh, Pike still has not changed. It, it feels. Closer to where it, it was. It feels maybe closer, but it's still not centered like it always was. Huh. Yeah. So I don't know about that. That's correct. Yeah, it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one's pretty good. It's pretty shreddy. I, I really liked that first song, though. That yeah. first song is like so good. Definitely. Such a the, the, such a good start song, to the album. Um, yeah, the first song is awesome. Yeah, every other song doesn't quite reach that and if the full album was like invisible railroad the first song yeah. i would have liked it a lot more same but it's still pretty good <laughs> um the last song assortments it's pretty traditional um and very focused it's mm-hmm. like a melodic blues 
flavored alt metal song, which is very standard for Bucket. And so I wasn't huge on that, but, um, you know, track one especially, and track three is pretty good too. Agreed. There's a lot of, uh, there's a fucking cello part in track three. And right yeah. after the cellos yeah, happen, really he, do, he goes into like funk and it's like, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. mile a minute, super interesting, not quite manic, but definitely ADHD. I'd say that's probably accurate. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But this was a damn good album. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend this bike. Me too. Yeah. What, uh, what combo, like fast food combo meal is this? Hmm. Mm, so this is this is better than average, but not something insanely good. So this is going to be like, um, you know what this is? This is uh, it. Jack in the Box. After nine p.m., they have this thing called the Midnight Munchies meal. Meals okay. that go on on sale between I think like nine p.m. and like four a.m. or something. Okay. And they're definitely geared towards stoners. They're six bucks for a sandwich, and the sandwiches they have are wild. Like one of them is uh. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking, uh, just like a chicken sandwich with tater tots on top of it. Oh, wow. The other one is like a fucking double cheeseburger with nacho cheese and onion rings on it. There's a bunch of crazy shit. And then they also give you half an order of curly fries, half an order of regular fries, and two tacos and a drink for $6. That is an incredible deal. It is an incredible deal. And uh, it's like not good food. No. But it's a great deal, and it fills you up. I bet it will. Um, tastes great. Easy to make maple syrup. Wow. Just like just like this Pike. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Oh. Pike 246. Space Viking. Which, uh, I wonder if this is based somehow on, um, do you remember that game Three Vikings for yes. Super Nintendo? Yes. Developed by Blizzard. It was actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is yeah. a pretty early Blizzard game. So that it, it was, a, it was an interesting. Uh, it was one of those weird platformers uh, that they made a bunch of in like the early '90s. That I'd say were kind of tangentially based on Lemmings. In that, like all three Vikings did a different thing that would help complete a puzzle. Yeah, and you could switch between them. Yeah, and so yeah. it was all about like you could play two player or one player or three player. That's still a game that I see reference when talking about games that do that sort of a thing mm-hmm. where you're like switching between characters because they can do different things. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough. A le- Lego games now do a lot of they that. They do a lot of that. You're right. Um, funnily enough, there is a an Ed, Ed, and Eddie game for the Game Boy Advance that is essentially just Lost Vikings. Interesting. Uh, but you're switching between the three Eds. Was it Lost Vikings or Three Vikings? Uh, I thought it was Lost Vikings. I thought it was Three Vikings. I'm I don't gonna, know. We got to check this out. All right, do it. Um, and I also uh, we we made a mistake there. Sorry, I typo. Spike two forty five. Yes, uh, Space Viking. My apologies. Oh yeah, it is the Lost Vikings. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But you mean you're correct in, in yes. what the game is, and it is three Vikings for certain. Definitely. Um, um, and yeah, that that game kind of set that template. There's another more recent game called Trine, T R I N E, that does that sort of thing very well i think they they have a lot of puzzles that are like physics based but using different characters that can affect physics in different ways it's uh it's those are those are interesting games interesting yeah so uh track one on here by far the longest track almost mm-hmm. two-thirds of the album yep space viking to bernie Worrell, the greatest music maker of all bernie Worrell died like a few weeks before this was yep. cut yep um, friend of buckethead yeah and band member of buckethead in at least three bands um yeah, 
I mean, RIP, one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, Definitely, I'd say one of two people most responsible for modern funk music, without a doubt in my mind. Other being George Clinton? Bootsy Collins, baby. All right. George Clinton is a band leader, and he's got an interesting vision, but without those two guys, nothing would have happened, literally. I agree. Like, I don't think Parliament or Funkadelic would have ever reached any of the heights they would have without those two guys, and also Eddie Hazel. Eddie Hazel on guitar mm. for Funkadelic was yeah. incredible. Yeah, incredible. It's true. true. Big moves. Big moves. Money yeah. moves. Indeed. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Bernie Worrell. Oh, yeah. Was but, it Bernie Worrell or Worrell? I've, I've heard Worrell, mostly. Yeah. But to, I don't know, it's, it's kind of the same. Um, but uh, yeah, track one, about 20 minutes long. It's just a big emotive tribute song, which is Buckethead Shines doing that, you know? He does. It reminds me a lot. It's a big melodic guitar solo, yeah. yeah. Reminded me a lot of uh, Pike 65, Hold Me Forever, which is the one he did for his mom after she passed. It's very, it's a similar vibe, yeah. Yeah, and it's really good. Um, it's like a very melodic, it's more of like a melodic lead than like a melodic solo. Definitely, definitely. But it, um, it's very emotive and it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it also very, is very long. It's 21 minutes long. Yeah. Very, yeah. very long, but but good if you're into that type of thing. If you like the sadder, melancholy Buckethead, this is a good one to listen to. It's not my favorite type of Buckethead, but I, I can listen to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, uh, track two, Listen Well, is kind of a soft, percussive rock song with clean guitar for the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really cool part where he just plays bass. Um, yeah, that, I, do, I did notice that part. The bass on this one was particularly a little bit more... A little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, in general, just a really nice mellow track. Yeah. And then uh, track three is just kind of an alt metal song, very standard Buckethead. Uh, song's called Ever. Mm-hmm. Starts off clean, builds, ends. You know, it, as it does. Yeah. Very standard. It was very bucket. traditional, like mm-hmm. melodic Buckethead guitar solo. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't love the last track. I liked the first two tracks a good bit. Third mm-hmm. track was underwhelming. Well, the first two tracks, the majority album very true the first two tracks is like 25 minutes of the album so mm-hmm. uh it's a slightly above average pike i'd say yeah altogether yeah um, not as strong as the previous one definitely not um but but still strong still, still good still good yeah um above average didn't love the whole thing but you know if you're into the slower more melodic buckethead go for it it's a pike for you definitely hell yeah hell yeah next pike no no no, no. What do you have? you're gonna ask me a question we're going to do it. Oh, okay. Lay it on me, bro. What you got? What um, What is the Space Viking doing on this album? Masturbating. I mean, that's not something they talk about very much with the Vikings, but I'm sure they did masturbate. I'm yeah. sure they did, right? And they probably like were like all angry about it or something. I don't know. You think like, do you think Vikings had a problem with like cum getting in their beards and they having like difficulty getting it out? I don't think so. so. So the Vikings are known as one of the first cultures that was into regular bathing and like hygiene. Truly not one of the first cultures. One of these first cultures where it was like ubiquitous uh, and not like part of a class culture. Because mm-hmm. I mean, th- there were class cultures, of course, you know, like the Roman baths and stuff like that, but only the upper echelon of society did that. Whereas the Vikings, it was normalized throughout culture. And they're, they're known as one of the first cultures to make 
hygiene and like weekly or even daily hygiene ubiquitous among their culture, which is super interesting. Like the Vikings bathed almost daily, which is not something anyone at that time did. I think that people, modern people that are fans of Vikings probably bathe a lot less than oh, the Vikings did yeah. themselves. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. Is there anything more cringe than being like a white dude with a beard who's into Vikings? Like that is becoming like literally the, the most I, cringe thing. Whenever I see a white dude with a big beard and like a Mjolnir necklace, I uh, walk the other way. Yes. I'm like, this yes. guy, uh, like he probably listens to some okay music, but he also listens to a lot of problematic music. I'm sure. And then and does the whole like separate the art from the artist kind of shit. Yeah. He'd be the kind yeah. of guy who like would defend every member of mayhem except for uh fucking dead. Uh, Burzum. Whatever. Varg. 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 Yeah. Because yeah. Varg's the most out bad person in, in, um in mayhem, but every original member of mayhem is a terrible, terrible piece of shit. Hmm. Uh, Hellhammer is a fucking homophobe and a, He's Hellhammer's a piece of shit. Really? Yeah. He um uh after what's his face? Was it Herc? Uh from uh Gall. No, Herc. Gall from Gorgoroth? Is that who you're doing? No, no, I'm I'm talking about the guy from um the the drummer from Emperor who killed a guy. Oh, he killed that, that gay guy. Yeah, he yeah. killed a gay guy. However, uh so interestingly enough, Hellhammer has been interviewed in the early 2000s and he said he was honored that he he killed a homosexual. Now, the the guy, I think his name is Herg, uh, who actually killed him went and came out after that, after he got out of prison, is like, I'm not a homophobe and I don't believe in homophobia. I did not kill this person because they were gay. I just wanted to kill somebody. Which <laughs> I think is super interesting. <laughs> right? Which oh I, I'm my like, God. what? And so yeah. I'm, I'm very confused about that, Dude. But, but at the same time, it makes Hellhammer oh look like a giant piece of shit. Yeah. Because he's like, definitely. I'm going to place my own meaning on this murder and justify it with homophobia, which is fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. We hate to see it. So fuck mayhem. Fuck mayhem. That's all. Just fuck mayhem. Okay. Don't, don't give them your money. It's not worth it. They're bad people. Sure. Um, Speaking of bad people, Pike 246, Nettle. Yeah? How's this speaking of bad people? What do you got? Uh, Well, bad people use Nettle and drink Nettle tea. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Honestly, Nettle tea is dog shit. If you drink Nettle tea, I'm like, what? Why? Bro, I worked at a tea place and I would, people would come in and I don't buy get... nettles. And those people were always like the, the fucking most. It stink- tastes like plants. They were the most stinky raw hippies right? I've yeah. ever, oh, ever God. encountered. Oh, like, God. Just raw Net- hippies, yoga uh, hose. Uh, just. It's like you drink, know. drinking nettle tea is like uh, drinking a glass full of grass and rosemary. It's disgusting. It's like there's no redeeming quality to nettle tea. Uh, it apparently is it. It's really good for like your urinary tract health or something. Right. There, there, there are some like medicinal things in like, there. Like it's definitely but, like good for you to drink it, ish, but it's not but, like, like there's so you, many better things like marshmallow yeah. root and licorice root and stuff like that you can put in tea that like are good for you entirely. Turmeric, stuff like that. Turmeric's nice. Yeah, love me some turmeric. Fucking oh god, nettle tea sucks though. 
Sure. Don't drink that shit. You think this is about nettle tea? You think this album's I, about nettle tea? I hope not. The uh, the title track, Nettle, is a uh, speed metal thrasher, though. It is. There's pretty some sick. pretty sick I mean, 80s like, metal riffs on this album. Yeah, th- this whole album is all pretty much just like 80s metal in some form or another. Like Some of it's like alty, uh, but a lot of it's like new uh, wave of British heavy metal, like uh, Track three Storms. Like, yeah, but there's like barely yeah. any guitar solos in it. As True, well, which is interesting. Yeah, but it's like big arena chords and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, it, it, it's it's seven individual songs, but it almost sounds like one long song. There are a few breaks in yeah, it, but like I, a I'd lot of the songs, the run last into each two other. are very distinct from the Definitely. rest of it. But Definitely. everything else uh, blends pretty well together. Um, yeah, uh, I would say the drum programming to me felt above average on this. It was one. especially like, uh, like track six, "Open Ancient," um, had a st- killer like staccato shred part that. I would say is gen- tangential, tangential, if you there's will. There's a there's a YouTube commenter that said that as well. I uh-huh. didn't I didn't screenshot ten, that, that. Tangential, if you will. I we understand. Tangential. We, we get it. Tangential. We get it. Tangential. Gentile. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's a pretty great album. Um. Very metal for the most part. There's a lot of like blues and alt metal influences here and there, but for the Definitely. most part, it's just like shreddy metal. It's a lot of speed metal, and uh, it's a good album. It's definitely number two for me this week. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool if you're into uh, you know, riffs. Yeah, it's a riff album, it's a riff fest, riff factory, even. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's riff tracks, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm always confused on the M- MST3K lore. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there are two main hosts, yeah. but like, and I've seen a lot of episodes of both, but I don't, it's not clear enough in my head to determine who's who exactly. Okay. I don't know. So, so most of the original guys, uh, ended up going to riffs, riff tracks. And then there's the, the, uh, the later guys went to cinematic Titanic for the most part. Right. And so yeah. I definitely prefer riffs, riff tracks. They're much funnier. Uh, we watched the riff tracks of, uh, Twilight together Twilight a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, which yeah. was really funny. That was really funny. One of my yeah. favorite jokes of all time is in that. Yeah. Uh, I've, I think I might have told this on the podcast before, but yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. I'm looking at you like you would know. Remember everything I say, Britt. Um, but like in, in that, uh, there's a scene early on in the film. This is my only exposure to Twilight, by the way, is just the riff tracks of the first Twilight film. Um, there's a scene early in the film where it shows the girl, Becca, Bella, Bella? Bella. Yep. Bella. Um, where she's like in a in a in a classroom, right? And it shows the shot, this establishing shot of her in the classroom. And and one of the dudes on the commentary is just like, "Welcome to remedial creationism." That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just a fucking beautiful joke. Yeah, that's, that's uh, love to see it. Yeah. Um, what uh, what bad film is this, Brit? And bad can mean a lot of different <laughs> things. What what like bad but enjoyable film is this? Enjoyable and I mean that is such a huge question it for is me because question. that's all I spend my time on. It. I know that's why I'm asking you. I'm asking you the it's big broad like, question. It's, it's a metal. It's metal. Yeah, it's metal. Uh, this is actually going to be a film I recently watched called "A Skull: A Night of Terror." Oh my god! Also, that sounds awesome. also known as "Don't Turn Out the Lights," which is about uh, a serial killer um, escapes from like uh, a prison uh, transport, right? Okay. And the serial killer's thing is 
he finds families and he, then he kills the father and then lives with the children and, and wife and pretends he's the dad <laughs> and then he eventually kills them. Okay. Now I feel bad for laughing. No, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it is, it is a crazy fucking film. I'll put it up on my server in the next couple of days. I would highly recommend it to anybody. Nice. It's a Canadian film. It's impossible to find. So if you want a copy, hit me up. Amazing. Here mm-hmm. for it. That rocks. Hell yeah. Well, oh my God. Britt, we listened to three bikes and we got through them so fast. Uh, yeah. It's going to be the shortest episode of BuckyCast ever. Dude, no, it's not. We've already been going for 50 minutes, dude. And we didn't start at 7. We started at 7.30. Oh, right. It's 8.22. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know what time. It's been a pretty long Brit, episode already. Don't talk at me about time. I don't know what time is. I don't. Would you say you have no time, no, no time, time, no time in your mind, in your mind, in your mind? That's a joke for no one. That's a joke for us. We'll we'll do a special episode. I think it's eventually. time. I, I think we need to finally do it. Would you be kind enough to accompany me on a journey? Yes. Where to? The Bucket Void. Statements from the Bucket Void. Bucket Void. god we're here holy shit we did it twice it's the whole thing we're here it's getting ahead of bucket cast uh, getting ahead of bucket void really mm-hmm. um this is the part of the show where we look into uh, the deepest darkest hole I, i'd say it's more uh catch the noise of bucket void oh i love that uh or is the, it avoid the noise avoid the noise avoid the, the noise and the bucket void it's a whole thing um it's the part where we look into the smelly ass of youtube and Pluck out a few choice nuggets to take a quick little gander at. Never describe anything like that again, please. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going off of like our background here, which is the Arby's bathroom covered in shit. Which maybe, is the- maybe we we uh, we choose a few bags full to uh, hose down. <laughs> is that? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. There we go. Kicking things off. YouTube user Mister Sketzer says five months ago edited b b b b bitch, and then a timestamp for four mm. seconds. I, I don't, I went to that timestamp. There was nothing about that that reminded me of bib, 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 bitch. Thank you, Mr. Skester. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Skester. YouTube user Marion Vottom says, one year ago, completely unprompted, lit gunpowder trail running, which I have no idea what that means. Yeah, it's interesting, though. Yeah, it sounds like it could be cool. Like, do you think, like, you're running, you're trying to run faster than gunpowder? While it's going off? I, I think I think it's just like someone lit the gunpowder trail and it's running to its destination of where it's going. So it's like, oh, it's getting closer and closer and it's frantic. I mean, this would make sense for the first album, right? Frantic TikTok? Perhaps? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, the app, app TikTok is based on. That's true. That's true. Yeah. YouTube user Deed Pretty says, two years ago, blessed be Jesus, blessed be his holy name. Yes, a big bee can certainly crank them out with precision and kaleidoscopic beauty. What? (laughs) I don't know. 
<laughs> I like Big B can crank them out with precision and kaleidoscopic beauty. Well, I bet he does. I bet he but does. But he's got a, a couple of folders that he does that too. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Max stores for Medicaid stocked him up a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Max stores for Medicaid. Yeah, he got a he got a big grant from that. Uh huh. Yeah, he's uh-huh. got the. Uh, there's a black Brazier's folder right here. Uh huh. That's yeah. that's a joke for nobody. I mean, didn't we do a bonus episode? Of we that? did, but it's only on our fucking Patreon. What? Nowadays. You should re-release that. That's a uh, that's a banger. I'll consider it. It is it is quite funny. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a uh, a reference, an homage to uh, a story I wrote back in 2012, 2011, 2010? 2010, and then emailed to me and, and never, never did anything else with it. Ever. You just e- sent me a weird email with this long story that you wrote. Presumably, while you were working at the time, I think you were working at a job that allowed you to like be on your computer. Yeah, that's probably when or I was something. An MA or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Pretty good though. Uh, I, I, I like just starting a comment with oh, "Blessed be Jesus, oh, blessed, blessed be His holy name." Yeah, I just like that. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. It's mm-hmm. good. YouTube user Xquil Lostra says nine months ago, the day that Bucket goes to heaven. It will be the day that I cry like I never cried in my life. Yeah, don't jinx it, buddy. Like, yeah, man, that's fucked up, dude. Why are you talking about that? Because it likes New York, buddy. Yeah. And why? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, like, that's that's heavy. Like, why did you bring that up, bud? Like, we, we don't need to talk about that. Is his name Ezekiel? X, X, what the fuck X-Z- is his name? Ezekiel. Uh, exe quill. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Quill.exe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Microsoft yeah. program. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be cool to like give your children like that the they give them a new last name that's like dot og or like dot exe. Moving on, YouTube user Dev Uit says wow. five years ago, dude is a savant parent simple. I have always resisted to rank guitarist as so many of the sidewalk commandos and the like have done over the years, but I have yet to hear or see in my 60 years, parentheses, 45 years playing guitar, parentheses, in this dimensional plane, a musician, composer, master of both electric and acoustic guitar, not to mention his bass playing, but it all together like Bucket has. Those that can only think of him as a shredder, I feel sorry for you that you have missed some of the most heartfelt guitar-oriented instrumental compositions I have ever heard. Getting a little light-headed here. Yeah. Not to mention BH has taken the road most traveled in releasing his music. No man has the true spirit of music in his soul. Wow, I'm getting really lightheaded. Hmm. Um cool. I for one hope to be around as long as Buckethead wants and needs to get his music out of his body and mind and to share with his fans and future fans. Fair. That's a that's that com- a manifesto. That comment literally said nothing. Yeah, it said nothing. No, the he literally said, "I like Buckethead." I like Buckethead, and it took him fucking like four hundred words to get there. Um. Well, you know, somebody is not a savant, pure and simple. This guy is definitely not a writing savant. This guy, this guy is the exact opposite of Cormac McCarthy. Oh, good old Cormac. And we love. I love Cormac McCarthy. One of my favorite writers of all time. 
Ultra minimalist. Ultra writing minimalist. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to like make a, uh, every sentence, a subject predicate and, uh, fucking no punctuation anywhere. Only periods. And it rocks. We love Cormac McCarthy. This dude, uh, Cormac McCarthy, he is not. What's his name? Dev Olt? Uit. Do you think he's like a... Uit. You know this guy is an actual dev. He is not a dev. He's definitely a dev Mm. who like leaves notes that everyone hates because they're like, this is just fucking word salad. Yeah. It says nothing. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude's totally a dev. James Dyer says four months ago, keep doing Bucket's Head's work, God. That's kind of funny, I guess. A play on God, Buckethead's doing God's work. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. No. No, no. Yeah, it's weird because God's doing Buckethead's work. So, wait, wait. If God is doing Buckethead's work, that means Buckethead must love like famine and disease yeah. and uh, killing children. Yes. Um, Rape. Oh, yeah. Uh, Buckethead is doing the war in Ukraine right now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. Bad. You know, God has a plan. Buckethead has a plan. Buckethead does it. I believe Buckethead is is a more competent individual than God. Yeah. Do you think this is a James Dyer maker? The Zeppelin song? Sure. Why not? Fine. B. Brunel says, Buckethead is the future of human like an alien. So not the future of human, (laughs) an alien. (laughs) (laughs) No, a alien. Like a a alien. A alien. A alien. Okay. Uh, I agree. I agree with this 100%. There's a statement here. It's being made, mm-hmm. and it rocks. Okay. Mm, you rock, be Brunel. Sure. Keep being Brunel as long as you live. Keep brutal, Brunel. Brutal, Brunel. Brutality. <laughs> YouTube user Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Rascon says, Buckethead land. Plus Donald Trump minus Buckethead for president. I, I'm not sure what that means. <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. What? <laughs> yeah. I, moving on. <laughs> I the, the political ones are always something that tickle my fancy. Well, yeah, because cause, it's cause like, usually like you kind of get an idea what they're going for. This guy, though, is like, What? Yeah. Why? Why? What are you Why? talking about? Are you I, pro yeah. or anti Donald Trump? I mean, you're pro Buckethead. I get that. We I all think, are. I think he wants like Trump and Buckethead to run on a double ticket. Oh, no. Like, imagine that. Oh, no. Now, this guy, he plays the best guitar you've ever seen. It's the greatest guitar. It's the greatest guitar in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> you never hear better guitar than this guy. You never. Never better guitar than this guy. Yeah. Yeah, basically that. I hate yep. this. Let's move on. Yep. YouTube user Dago says, unfortunately to a deleted comment, oh, at no. Peter Worst. Oh, no. <laughs> at Peter Worst, what do you mean by YouTube, Peter? <laughs> uh, oddly enough, in all of my time going through... YouTube, I don't think I've ever seen anyone call it Jewtube, <laughs> which is actually surprising to me because there's a lot of weird bigots all over YouTube. Oh, yeah, there is. Have you ever seen Jewtube? I've never uh, seen that used. Not, That's, 
on YouTube specifically. Yeah, I, right. I, used feel, other places. I feel like I've heard it or yeah. something, but like I've never seen it before. And that's funny. <laughs> Wait. That's funny. What do you th- like? What makes it extra funny to me is that it's like a response to a deleted comment. Mm-hmm. That person probably had their account deleted or banned or something. Let's hope. But like this comment is just so matter of fact. Yes. What do you mean by YouTube, Peter? I bet it was a comment like, <laughs> I. Das Juden be putting the buckethead on the YouTube. We cannot accept. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, from the uh, Azov Battalion. What? Are you not paying attention to anything going on in the world right no. now? It's it's the Nazi battalion uh, oh, in Ukraine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. That like uh, weird theoretical leftists and right wingers are being like, oh yeah, fucking Putin's taking out the Nazis, and I'm like. No, there's Nazis no. in his army too. It's not about a denazification. No, it's not. That's convenient lies that are told the public to Very gain support for an illegal war. Yes, propaganda. Um, we hate to see it. Speaking of propaganda, propaganda on the YouTube. Rick Mickey says, three years ago, I told my family today that I only want Buckethead played at my funeral. He captures so much life in his songs, and I want to be remembered for living. Well at it, might as well inspire a new generations of little bucket bots. Yeah, because... He assumes a lot of children are going to go to his funeral, and that's weird. Well, yeah, and also, like, you know, when I go to a funeral, I usually just sit around on my phone shazamming Shaz- the, the, yeah, the soundtrack. Obviously, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a killer song. I'm, I'm not mourning or, like, f- this guy I, dead, whatever. This bumps. Whatever, yeah. This I'm bumps. Just, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I know I'm a pallbearer, but I kind of got to get jiggy. Sorry. That's actually, <laughs> like, an amazing idea for a skit, is, like, a guy that's really into the funeral being played at a... At a but sorry, that's really into the music being played at a funeral, or or just or hiring a wedding DJ for a funeral. I think is an oh, even better God. idea. It's like why why is he playing shout? <laughs> you make me want to shout. Take your hands. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I'm like, all right, everybody, it's time for the first dance. Will the daughter please come down? My dad died, asshole. <laughs> all right, following up from shout, we're gonna listen to shout by Tears for Fears. <laughs> It's just only songs with the word shout in them. That'd be pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, moving on. YouTube user Boognish says, one year ago, <laughs> I'm stunned. Edit. Stoned. <laughs> this is not something I would expect from a person with a uh, profile picture of Buckethead whose name is an homage to Ween. Really unexpected, Spencer. <laughs> unexpected Ween fan behavior. Yeah. Unex- I, whenever I go to a Ween show and I see like someone smoking weed, I'm like, excuse me. Are excuse you a, me. Are you in the right place? This is a nitrous only affair. Yeah. <laughs> like, have a balloon or nothing, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we only do drugs here that make you want to kill yourself. So, <laughs> because the music's already doing it. YouTube user Mike Farshamelt says five years ago, come to Uck Bucket person or I will do a tribute act. Obviously, that's UKKK. No, which, it's Uck. No, it's UKKK, United Ku Klux Klan. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you, which, which UKKK? You no, know, no, it's United I, Ku, Ku Klux Kingdom. I, I've never put it together. I'm surprised no one's ever used UKKK because it is a, a historically racist nation. Historically racist I mean, for they, sure. they didn't, they, they, I don't think there's ever been a chapter of the KKK there. It's a pretty strictly American thing, but like they might as well. 
They might, they as, might well. as well. Like, come on. That's true. Like, they're less racist than us, but they're, they only got rid of slavery uh, 32 years before we did. Like, in the 1830s. It wasn't, you know, they're not, they're as far behind as we are, pretty much, on most things. Except for Oof. healthcare. 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 NHS. Healthcare. Healthcare's got the biggest dick. Healthcare's got the biggest dick. Healthcare's got the biggest dick. Eilina Rosales Gudino says, five years ago, when I listened to Buckethead, my heart is always beating fast. What's, what does it say after that? L-L-M-L-L. I think it is supposed to be like a... One of these, like a rock fist. She has two extra fingers on each side. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that. Uh, uh, that doesn't work. That's stupid. Don't do that. No, it's stupid. But I mean, I don't know if that should always be the case when you're listening to Buckethead. Yeah, maybe you I should mean, go to the doctor. Something else is beating fast when I listen to Buckethead. It's you beating your penis. Correct. Yes. Yep. Correct. Beating it into submission. Speaking of beating their, speaking of beating someone beating their penis into submission, hmm. our next comment is from one of our favorite YouTube commenters. Ooh, is it? Master of the ship key, a fucking bot divine. Jordan Vine says four years ago in a rare, all lowercase comment. Sometimes I can't believe Buckethead's music is so incredibly good. There will never, ever, ever. ever, ever Ever. Be, be another Buckethead. Never, never, never. never. You missed what? one of the Evers. Sorry about that. What poetry was that? I know, right? That's his uh, real... Actually, incorrect. There were only three Evers. You said four Evers. No, I did three. Did really? You, you went never, ever, ever. You you included the nevers and other Evers. Oh, you're right. I did. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, moving on. I'll need your help with this one. Oh, boy. Okay. Jordan Vine says, four years ago... I don't care what he does next. I'll love it. Because he's the best. Not, not one, one of, of the, the best, best. But the absolute best. The best there is. And the best there's ever, 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 ever been. No one is better than Buckethead. Absolutely no one. And that's all I've got to say on the matter. That is. I mean, wow. he, he, it's not all he has to say because no. he says this on basically every video. He does say this a lot. This is yeah. true. Moving on. Lastly, for Jordan Vine today, Jordan Vine says four years ago, "Who cares? Because I don't. How he does his music. The point is, it's phenomenal, and that's all that matters, ain't it?" Because that's all that matters to me anyway. That it's fucking phenomenal. Oh my god. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up here pretty soon. YouTube user RC Swiss Made says one year ago... Buckethead is not, not from this world. world. Where, Where we, we go, go one, we go all. YouTube user RC Swiss Made says again on another comment <laughs> simply, 
Where we go one, we go all. Now, this is the first time I think he's just straight up Q posted without just straight up Q. Yeah, without first any time. Buckethead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so so he's obviously getting desperate and weird. And I mean, this is one year ago, well after Q stopped posting. Uh, so yeah. so Q stopped posting. In I want to say twenty. Yeah, yeah, the December of twenty twenty. Yeah, something I think like it that. was December fourth of twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah like that, that sounds about right. Post. And so. Yeah. And so he made this probably like six months after Q stopped posting entirely. But he was still, still one of those boys. Mm-hmm. Still one of that those Q I mean, and uh, honors. Was, was, Q actually still does post because he's fucking running for uh, Congress in Arizona or something. What's uh, the yeah. guy's name? Ron uh, something. Yeah, yeah. Not Josh Zombeck. No, for that sure. would be crazy. <laughs> I mean, uh, given the lyrics on uh, fucking Watchtower's album, I might not be totally surprised. Mm, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hate to see it. Lastly, but certainly not least, we have a statement from the Britain Void. Statement! Statement! From the Britain Void! Why is it so long? That's what she said. On March 13th, 2021, you texted me and said, quote, <laughs> tongue in the butt, Jabba the Hut is the funniest thing you've ever said, Spencer. I stick to that. That's uh, <laughs> the name of one of our early episodes. Uh, still uh, the funniest thing you've ever said. I don't remember saying it, but okay. Statements from the Oh my god. Now it's uh it's recommendation time. Yeah. Big recommendation time. I would recommend yeah. a movie that I just upscaled and uh-huh. uh, is no longer available on the internet because my uh YouTube account has been suspended. <laughs> um 1998's The Catcher. Uh-oh. So the synopsis of this film is a young kid beats to death his abusive father with a baseball bat in a baseball ring. Baseball ring? Uh, sorry, a baseball diamond. Okay. Um, 17 years later, he's released from prison, mm-hmm. and he goes on a killing spree with a baseball bat, and his dad, his dad's ghost, as an umpire slash catcher telling him to do things. That rocks. It is insane. That's unhinged. I it love it. It is completely unhinged. It stars um, fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the Estevez, Joe Estevez, who's also in, uh, you know, you're uh, on uh, cinema, at the cinema, Dakar, or Decker, you know, all of, uh, basically all of uh, Tim Heidecker's most recent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. highly recommended. It's amazing. You told me about that the other day, and it sounds yeah. like it it's, just sounds so good. It's something else, man. Highly yeah. recommend it. What you got? That. What you got? Um, okay, so I would recommend the television series American Crime Stories. Hmm. Okay. Um, the f- Wh- which season? So each season follows a different. Arc. Yeah, it does. I watched the first one on OJ, and yes. I started watching the second one on uh, what Gianni this? Gianni yeah, Versace. Versace. Yeah, yeah, that, that was pretty good, but I didn't finish it. Um, so currently, right? So I watched the first season, the OJ season, quite a long time ago, and I really liked it. Um, it's very good. Um, it has uh, a, ter- a apparently terrible person playing OJ Simpson, um, who is a terrible person himself. So that's you know, casting's right on. Works out. 
uh, works out. Also has David Schwimmer. Yeah. He's great in his role. He plays, uh, what's his face? The Kardashian. Uh, Robert Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kim Kardashian's father. Daddy. And Um, Khloe Kardashian's father. uh, So, uh, that's the first season. The second season is about the assassination of Gianni Versace, and it follows Gianni Versace and the guy who killed him, and it just kind of tells the story of those two characters. It's really good. I've been watching that, but concurrently, I've actually been watching the third season, which is about the Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky affair. Interesting. And it is awesome. It's so, really good. So I've listened to a lot on that, and the one conclusion I have come to is Linda Tripp is a cunt. She is Linda Tripp is one of the biggest the cunts yeah. to ever exist. And no one, I mean, obviously Bill Clinton, I'm fine with him being impeached for that. No one should be able, no one in that kind of power dynamic should be able to do something like that. That is borderline rape, even though it was consensual. Like with that kind of power dynamic, if you're the president of the United States and you ask somebody for a blowjob, you're not really asking them for a blowjob. You're telling them you're going to give me a blowjob because I'm the most powerful person in the world. Like, you fucking are, yeah. right? Like, so, it's really fucked up. So I'm fine with that. But but basically, it, I mean, from Lewinsky's perspective, it was a consensual private thing. And Linda Tripp deceived and fucking manipulated everything mm-hmm. to just bring people down for really no reason. Just because she wanted to. Yeah, the the show definitely portrays her. Like and and she, she, like, from all I've gathered, she... Let Monica Lewinsky believe she was her friend and did nothing but double cross her and fuck up her life entirely. And it's, yeah. it's fucking sucks. Like Linda Tripp, terrible person. Bill Clinton, person. also a terrible person. But in this story, Linda Tripp is somehow a bigger villain than Clinton, which is like, you know, wrong uh, fucking broken clock, I guess. Yep. Hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Cool, definitely though. cool I, yeah uh, no i recommend it it's, a, it's, a, yeah, it's a really good show like it's really well done like the it's very cinematic the storytelling is really good and um it's it's quite nice i i've been, been enjoying watching it uh, it's been a good watch so far i also watched um oops sorry about that it's all good <laughs> hit the wrong button there um i also watched uh the batman i watched that have you seen that yet I have not. No, it's on uh, HBO now, though. I've been meaning yeah. to watch it. What'd you think? It's okay. So sh- probably shouldn't be in recommendations then. No, I'm not necessarily recommending it. I just like it was. You know, it's something that I I wanted to talk about on the show. Could have talked about it earlier. Yeah, probably probably better for the uh, what's going on part of the show. Probably if you're not recommending it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's okay. I would say. Uh, you could get the same effect as watching the movie by so, w- listening to that Nirvana song that's in the movie a bunch. So one thing I've heard is that uh, in the movie, the Riddler talks exactly like Jordan Vine does. That is correct. Yeah. So which... he does. He talks just like Jordan Vine, like a, like very like varying mm-hmm. levels of screaming. He'll be like talking like this and then like this. Yeah. And it's very like he talks like Jordan Vine. And like I actually started laughing during some of the, the Riddler scenes. Mm-hmm. They're trying to portray him as like very scary and evil. But like it came across to me as kind of funny and like in an incel kind of way because he's kind of an incel too. Yeah, Paul Paul Dano does have that energy. Like Paul Dano has this weird energy about well, him. Also, I think he's a great actor. You but don't he's like you don't see his face until the end of the movie. 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah, like he's in a mask for most of the movie. Okay. I mean, but but Paul Dano, like his energy, the way he moves, the way he like reacts to things, is always to me been very like Weezer? weird weird guy. Weezer? Yeah. Huh? Weezer? Weezer? Weezer guy? Weird guy. So a Weezer guy. Sure. Why? No, not quite a Weezer guy. Weezer guys are forever alone. Yeah, he's definitely more of a tool guy, I think. Oh, you think? Yeah. Watching the movie, he definitely seemed like uh they try to spin him as like this like Alex Jones interested esque person. Like what kind of music do you think Alex Jones listens to? Fucking like uh uh Bruce Hornsby. Fucking like Grateful no, he Dead d- ass he fucking know. Yeah, he does. Bruce Hornsby's way too cool for him, not Bruce Hornsby. Don't I think he, don't he listens to dare. Bruce Hornsby. No, he listens to like more metal and shit. He listens to like old Metallica and dumb No, shit he like does that. not. He so does. He, he listens does to not. aggressive shit. Bruce Hornsby is nah. not nearly aggressive enough for that man. I think that he no like, barely has a taste in music and what he likes is like the classic rock radio I, station. I, I, I could see maybe some Grateful Dead, but not solo Bruce. You know not, what? Uh, not solo You know Hornsby what music did. Alex Jones likes, buddy? What? Steely. Don't you dare, motherfucker. I will crucify you on a cross of Dan. I will drown you in a sea of cum. I oh. will see you burn on a pyre of steely Dan's. Katie lied. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm into that, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's Maybe. pretty kinky. Maybe I'm not into that. I don't know. Yeah, is it time for my favorite part of the show? I think it is. Let's do it. Ha 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 bucket jokes. Ha 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 bucket jokes. Ha 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 bucket jokes. Ha 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 bucket joke. Did you like that little syncopation I did there? I love the I loved your syncopation. I made that into a ragtime song. Give me you and my honey about the ragtime. Speaking of ragtime, someone asked me if I vote red or blue. What did you say? I said I don't vote in the primaries. Nice. Primary colors. Yeah. I got it. The ladies call me Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. Because I fill them up with grade F meat. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Speaking of food, piece of cake is a really weird expression for something being easy, especially if you're a diabetic celiac. True. Mm. True. That's rough, bro. A poop fetishist walks into a bar restroom and asks, uh, mind if I use this stool? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Why is insurance on temporal ships so cheap? Why? Well, they're only used from time to time. Uh, Hey. Uh, that was kind of a Star Trek Enterprise joke. That was kind of. of a Star Trek. That was a kind of a Star Trek Voyager joke too. A little more inter- because the Enterprise had the temporal war. I mean, they did have the temporal ship in. Yeah, okay, I get it. Okay, there's a lot of temporal shit in Voyager. Yeah, uh, it's always weird to me that the tax code in the United States of America is far more regressive than in the game of Monopoly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Workers for a unionized match factory went on strike and oh, it burned no. the entire building to the fucking ground. Yeah, I fucking bet it did. Oh. They say justice is a dish best served cold. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they have the ingredients to make it anymore. Damn, that's heavy. Why was the guy who lived next to the baseball field so brave? Why? Well, he had a ton of balls. 
they say the French horn is the hardest instrument to pick up, but it's got to be the pipe organ. They're so much bigger. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you, but I find it hard to fall asleep after having sex, mm-hmm. especially when the hooker won't stop demanding payment. Oh my God. Uh, Roman Catholics don't get circumcised, which means they get to keep their IV skin. Uh, I do like that though. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. And uh, I'll end on this one here. Um, and I was uh, trying real hard to masturbate the other day, but uh, things got out of hand. Oh my god. Oh, we made it to the very end. The very How about that? end of the show. Um, We're here. Yep. So, uh, you got any, uh, where can I find you on uh, the internet, Spencer? Spencer.zone. Cool. You can find me at Dog Vorbis, but you know what? Just hit us up on at a bucket cast most places, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a little chit chat, uh, yeah, kitty cat, something like that. Anyway, I've been Britain. And I have been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, oh, a bucket, bucket cast. cast. Stay greasy, Bucketheads. And namaste. Oh boy, we made it through the entirety of our regular episode. That That's was, true. That was super fun. That's but, true. But you know what? I think we have a little bit of unfinished business. We definitely do. I we, think we, we are not done with this battle. There's one more battle we need to fight, and that battle is an epic Ralph battle in history! history! You can't try to get laid or watch me. So let's, uh, before we look at our Ralph scenes here, let's go ahead and watch the Ralph scene. So you know what what it is we're talking about here. Here's some context for you. We're going to do our own variants of this scene you're about to see and or listen to. This is from uh, 2009's Ming Hags, directed and written by Bam Margera. Bamuel Margera. Here we go. Jesus Christ, Ralph. Are you supposed to go out looking for a job today? Nah, there's a b-ball game coming on at four. You can't watch no b-ball game. You gotta get a job. Nah, I'm gonna try to get laid tonight. Ralph, I'm getting tired of it. You're gonna get a job today. T-O-D-A-Y. This is muffed up. I'm taking a day off. Back in the war, we kill sissies like you. I'd like to shoot you, stupid. You couldn't hit the side of a barn. If we were in the jungle, I'd slice your throat. And this isn't the jungle. My cat will save me. I can't believe that I had sex to even make you. Sex makes people? What a waste of pleasure. My name is Ralph. Your forehead makes a good target. By the end of the day, you better have a job or else. You see this? It's going to hurt. Get a job. All right. So that's the Ralph scene. All right. So we've got two Ralph scenes. I sure. I assume yours is in that shared note. Yeah, yeah. I will always just put it in that. Uh, what do we want to do first? It's totally up to you. We've uh, got 
Got one about uh, Peter Steele and Chino Moreno. Uh-huh. And uh, the other one, which I wrote, I totally forgot. Oh, it's about Sid and Marty Croft and uh, McDonald's um, marketing management. Oh, my God. These both sound great. Very deep. <laughs> um, rock, paper, scissors. All right. Okay. Do you get to pick? Uh, let's do yours first. Okay. Uh, I would like to play Peter Steele in this in this situation. Okay, so that is the Ralph character, yes? No, Peter Steele is the is the oh, Ralph yes. dad okay, character. Oh, yeah, okay, I see that. Um, um, so, a little bit of context for this. In, uh, I for, oh, fuck, I, I forget the year. I think it was like, I'm not sure when the year was when this happened, but suffice it to say, they're, both Deftones and Typo Negative were playing a festival. Um, Deftones was direct support, and typo was headlining uh but it was like 115 <sighs> degrees outside Holy shit and the crowd was getting was super drunk and getting rowdy yeah and uh chino said something to the effect of like let's fuck this place up or something to the crowd and then the crowd started a riot as oh, a no. result yeah uh the uh, typo didn't get to play yeah, and no then <laughs> and then type and then peter Steele and chino marino had a, a fight later interesting uh in which peter Steele was the aggressor I think I'm actually on Peter Steele's side in this. Uh, it's it's so it's like it's not exactly clear that right. it, Chino it, did anything to start a riot. If it, um, I mean, frontmen have such an immense amount of power. Like mm-hmm. saying "Let's fuck this shit up" when things are already going poorly and when there are conditions for bad things to happen. Uh, you don't have a whole lot of indemnity. To be fair, yeah. to, to be, like I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. But to be fair, there are contradicting statements on this. Okay. Some people say Chino said that. Some people say he didn't say that. Interesting. Okay. So like, I don't actually know the truth. I okay. I wish I did, but I don't know. So okay. that's kind of where we're at with this one. Well, uh, but I'll play Peter Steele uh, because I've been practicing my Peter Steele he voice. Does, he does have a very deep. He has voice. a very deep voice, a, and he talks a, he, like this. I don't really care about. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Um. So let's. Uh. There we go. Oh, no. I'm gonna guess Chino Moreno just sounds like a stoned guy from California because guess what he is? Mm-hmm. A stoned guy from California. That's true. He probably sounds just like Ralph. Oh, actually, you know what? I've got my own idea of what I'm gonna do for Chino here. All right. Let's Whatever, do it. Jesus Christ, Chino Moreno wasn't typo negative supposed to be headlining the show tonight? No, there's a riot going on all night. You can't let the crowd riot. We deserve to play. Now I'm gonna be taking a digital bath tonight. Chino, I'm getting tired of it. You're gonna let us headline today. T-O-D-A-Y. This is muffed up. It's not my fault. It's 115 degrees and the crowd is pissed. Back in New York, we beat up sissies like you. I'd like to punch you, stupid. You couldn't punch the side of a bar. If we were in the hotel, I'd punch you right now. Well, we are in a hotel, so I'm sure my band will save me. I can't believe your music is even hornier than ours. What a waste of pleasure. My 
name is Chino. <laughs> Your forehead makes a good target for my fist. By the end of the day, you better get us on stage or else. You see this? It's gonna hurt. Fuck it, you're getting punched. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That, that was great. Um, all right. Uh, okay, so for your scene, can I, can I play Ralph? Mm. You, want me to, you want me to play McDonald's? Uh, I'd actually prefer you play McDonald's for this, if you wouldn't mind. Well, that sounds good. Let's do it. I've been oh. kind of practicing a stoner Ralph for this one. I love it. I'm here for it. Jesus, sitting Marty Croft, don't you want to make an ad campaign for McDonald's today? Hey, man, yeah, we'll have all the characters ready to go by four. Oh, wait, never mind. The ad campaign has been canceled. Whoa, wait, man, what happened? We're trying to get paid tonight. They got tired of it, Craft Bros, so I'm going to start my own campaign today. Wait, sorry, what? I'm confused. No, you got it. Okay, I'm just going to redo that. Yeah. They got tired of it, Croft Bros, so I'm doing my own ad campaign today. T-O-D-A-Y. Man, this is muffed up. Why did you hire so many of our former employees, man? Back in marketing school, we'd bully stoners like you. See this contract? We're going forward with the ad campaign. Man, you couldn't advertise a barn. Back in my other marketing firm, we wouldn't have asked you to use our intellectual property. You see this commercial? It's ours now. Would you mind rereading that one? The way you read it made it not make sense. Back in our other back in my other marketing firm, we wouldn't have asked you to use your intellectual property. You see this commercial? It's ours now. But we're not in your other marketing firm, man. The civil courts will save us. I can't believe I even hired you to do this campaign. You hired us? What a waste of cannabis. Our names are Croft. Your visual style makes for a good McDonald land. Don't take us to court or else. See these lawyers? They're going to bleed you dry. Meow, man. Eat our puffin stuff. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was a tough one. Yeah, the uh initially the courts um uh, settled. So weird 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 ending to the Sid and Marty Croft story. So Sid and Marty Croft uh in 1969, mm-hmm. uh McDonald's um reached out to them, asked them to do an ad campaign. Uh-huh. And then out of nowhere they dropped the ad campaign. However, started the McDonald's land ad campaign in which like all of the characters were oversized puppets just like H.R. Puffin stuff at the time. And so Sid and Marty Croft were like, what the fuck? So they sued him in civil court and they won. But the judge said initially, like, uh, you shouldn't take into account how much money McDonald's made off of this, but the amount of value they extracted from Sid and Marty Croft, which I think is fucking bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, basically yeah. They're, they're saying... Yeah, your intellectual property was stolen, but instead of like figuring out how much money McDonald's made off of it and giving them all of that money, figure out instead how much money Sid and Marty Croft could have made if they did the ad campaign, which is so after the fact because they were initially contracted um, to do the ad campaign. And so initially, yeah. uh, the jury under that direction only gave them $70,000. 
Bruh. And yeah, Sid and Marty Croft and McDonald's both appealed it. Uh, so it went back to court and the second judge is like, yeah, the first judge like saying that was totally wrong. Take into account how much money McDonald's made and the jury awarded them $1 million and $70,000. So they gave them a million more dollars for that, which I think uh, is, is that, I mean, and this was back in 1972, That's which a was of a money. lot of fucking money. That's yeah. probably like 10 million today, which is easy. Yeah. yeah it's pretty, which is about an ad campaign's worth of money. So sure. Yeah. Which is fair, but for a company like that, yeah, absolutely. Totally fascinating story. Wild. Uh, highly recommend watching anything Sid and Marty Croft. They did some weird shit, and it's wonderful. Stoned shit. Some stoned ass shit. Some LSD ass shit. Fucking a dude. Hell yeah, love that ass shit. Speaking of ass shit, fuck you. Yeah, this Bye. is this is the end of the show. Um, you know what? Uh, fucking uh, poke holes in your life vest. Fucking like your like condoms. Yeah, or that. Yeah, poke holes in your condoms. No, too. don't do that. Just poke holes in everything, baby. All right, yeah. poke holes in the patriarchy. Hell yeah, fuck you. Bye.